At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the VEASAN studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebefe, alongside our guy, James Salinas, in studio for a Salinas Sunday. The first time we've met in person in 3D here, James. Uh, absolutely thrilled to have you in the show here, now that we can see you in studio. Yeah, it's great to be here. I haven't been here in, in a while, so <laughs> I've, I was thinking about I, was, I see the kegerator still here. Is yep. that not tapped? Is that off? <laughs> Are the producers getting too jiggy with it, and they, the the, the, the brand Brass had to shut it down. Yeah, Is that it's, what shut, it's shut down now <laughs> for the reasons why we won't discuss. <laughs> but great to be here with you and meet you in, in person, as well as our producers here as well. Yeah, Gentlemen. no, it's it's fantastic. We're gonna have a fun time here over the next three hours. Make sure to tweet at the show at Vsin Live on Twitter at Rounding Again is where you can find James at Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. Four fantastic guests on the show this afternoon: Derek Carty, MLB handicapper and Vsin contributor, joins us in 45 minutes, talking a little baseball. Stephen Hennessy, deputy. Managing Editor at Golf Digest checks in at 10.30 as we set the stage for the final round of the 122nd U.S. Open. Ian Cameron, NHL handicapper at 11.15, to help us make sense of the Game 2 thrashing the Avalanche gave the Lightning. And then Dave Ross, recent host and host of the First Strike Podcast, will help us close things out at 11.45. We'll tackle NFL news and notes as well. Coming up shortly, MLB division odds at 10.45. But first, James, I just got to start here. 
How has your trip to Vegas been so far? You've been here for a couple days, a few days now. It's a, how's the how's the the valley treating you? Well, we got in Thursday. We've actually been gone since last Sunday, so we made it a road trip. My son's mm-hmm. playing in a, a baseball tournament yesterday and today over at the big league field of dreams somewhere up north. But uh, you know, we made a cross country trip. Haven't done a road trip for a while, so it's been fun. Yeah. Been able to go through, went through um, Page, Arizona to go see the Antelope Canyon on the Navajo Nation there. So if there you've you never been, it's fantastic. It's beautiful. Beautiful. So okay. we've kind of made our rounds. We were going to go down to the Grand Canyon. There were some fires down through the roads at Flagstaff. So we went up through Zion instead and spent mm-hmm. a day in Zion and been here since Thursday night and living the uh, Las Vegas life. So tonight's my last <laughs> night here in Las Vegas, and I'll have plenty of time this summer to dry out. As I say, last night, you know what that means. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be tonight. It'll be on. So I knew I had to get up early. The kids are at the stadium now, so I'll yep. be there in a couple of hours. But tonight, tonight's the night. Tonight's yeah. the night. We're getting jiggy. And also the shirt you're wearing right now that is representing the team the baseball that team yeah so this is on. our we're wearing our Sarapis jerseys today this is our Denver Stars so it's an inner city mm-hmm. baseball program that has been around for a long time and I kind of resurrected it back about eight, seven or eight years ago again nice. uh, with some kids that used to play it back in the 90s when we first started and now they've mm-hmm. come back full circle to be that next kind of group of coaches leaders role models and mentors for our boys in the inner city so it's great this is their first time being out of Denver and out of Colorado wow. in a tournament so I think they were a little starstruck yesterday they lost their first game, won their second game yesterday, and they're moving on today, uh, this afternoon. Yeah, the word on the street is that your son might have uh, got the winning he run. He did in? yesterday. Yeah, okay. came through with the with the the game winning hit at the end last night, and so that was that was fun. They were very excited, and they spent the day here or the evening here and splashed around the pool, played at the arcade here at the South Point, and had a good time. Tried to get those kids to bed early in a sense last night. <laughs> good luck in Vegas. I know, I know. There is no time. Do we? I don't know what day it is, what time it is. <laughs> exactly. No clue. Day or night doesn't matter. No clocks, no windows. Same. Welcome to Las Vegas. <laughs> well, now you can't leave. It's like they. Lock the doors. You can't get out. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a lot of fun. That's an awesome treat for you on a happy Father's Day weekend. Thanks, and Everything and all that stuff. So it's a fun time for the family and fun to have you out here as we dive into the betting. The big event going on today, the 122nd U.S. Open. Right now, over at BetMGM, the favorite, it's a co-favorite situation between the co-leaders, Matt Fitzpatrick and Will Zalatoris. Both guys looking for their first wins. Fitzpatrick, he's won overseas, but has never won on North American soil. Zalatoris has never won a PGA Tour event, and they find themselves the final pairing on a Sunday at a major. John Rahm, who was the leader yesterday briefly, but then double bogeyed on 18. He is 4-1, to one, one back. Scotty Scheffler, the Masters champion, 6-1. to one. Rory McIlroy, 10-1. to one. He won last weekend at the RBC Canadian there. Keegan Bradley, 14-1. to one. Sam Burns, 18-1. to one. But when you look at the leaderboard here, it's hard to find value heading into the final 18 holes, but if you hadn't placed your money anywhere, who's a guy that you might look to identify? Well, I'd be looking at price, too. So as far as the price is concerned, with Rory back there, three shots back, sitting in. Did not have a good day yesterday. Shot a 73. But, mm-hmm. you know, Rory's been there and done that. And he's – he's, you know, I think with these guys, it's somebody we, – we know Rory kind of wears his emotions. He, he's outward yes. with it, and he's not afraid to show it, whether it's good and or bad. But – um, I think for Rory, just with the price point here, at least here at the South Point, it's 10 to 1. I see it on BetMGM at 10 to 1 as well. Uh, kind of the price here. It's only three shots back. Now, the weather has been a part of the concern rolling into not only yesterday, the, the mm-hmm. mild temperatures for this time of year and the wind. And I think there was some rain overnight as well. What was that going to do to the greens? Was it going to kind of maybe slow down? Something we've seen the very fast greens in there, especially the first two days. Mm-hmm. 
Um, maybe somebody like Rory, who's used to kind of think about where these guys have been and kind of where they grew up and conditions that they played in, if it's supposed to be a bit wet, but more so windy and kind of cool and seasonally cool for mid to late June. Maybe he's somebody there just three shots back at 10 to 1. That's a pretty good price. It was interesting because I was watching Rory's round yesterday and the way he was hitting the ball, I was like, gosh, this guy should be like four, maybe five over. But he was saving himself with the putter there, which can kind of be hot and cold at times. Mm. But the putter, I thought, really saved him. I believe they threw up a graphic on the broadcast at one point that said he had one putt eight of the last nine holes on the green there, which at a U.S. Yeah. Open, when we know the greens are so challenging, that is just absolutely terrific there to kind of save himself. I even tweeted out, I was like, wow, this is an improbable 73 that he just shot here yeah. on this moving day here to stay in contention. Now, Rory is three shots back. Last year's champion, John Rahm, who's trying to go ahead and go back-to-back, he wanted being three shots back entering the final 18 holes here. So I almost wonder if minus one is probably the line of demarcation of guys who can win this tournament. Because I think as betters, it's the process of elimination is how I try to attack things in any sort of market. It's like, okay, who can't win? And then let's go from there. And once you cross those names off, then you can kind of deal with the names that you have left there. Maybe minus one is probably – maybe – I mean, Nick Hardy's at even money, but he doesn't really have the pedigree of a guy who wins at this sort of event here. But I would probably say the guys minus one or better, which is Sam Burns, Rory McIlroy, Joel Damon – are the guys that are probably going to win this event here today. Well, and, and just looking at the prices. So what are you willing to, we, I was talking, I was on with, with Dave Ross yesterday, and mm-hmm. this is something that, that we discussed and something that I still try to do when we talk about futures in a sense here, that's what we're playing. Yep. Uh, even in the fourth round, we're still playing futures yeah. to win this and trying to block out what that number was before the tournament started. So that in a sense, you're not chasing what, might have been if somebody was say 30 to one and now they're on the board mm-hmm. here and you got a shot and but it's eight to one are you thinking eight to one or are you thinking and that could have been 30 to one i still have to try to change my mindset when it comes to golf i'm not a big golf better by any means i'm definitely telling other folks that have a passion for golf like yourself yeah. as well femi but i still have to practice getting out of my head what the previous numbers were prior to the tournament starting to where it is now. How do you handle that? How do you cap that? Does that factor in? Does that have any kind of bias towards how you play? I mean, it'd be hard to say it doesn't have bias because we're humans. You know, it's like you think about like, oh, my gosh, this number was here before. Now it's sitting here. I think I try to look at each round as its own individual sort of entity here. Like, okay, just because somebody played well on Thursday doesn't mean they're going to play well on Friday and Saturday. And also the information that we know now is why the price has changed. Also factoring that in because I know a lot of times like someone like a Will Zalatoris, who I got pre-tournament at 30 to one, I don't think I would bet him now because he doesn't have the pedigree of winning on the PGA tour, let alone a major just yet at that short of a price there. Now I hope he wins. I'm rooting for him to help me get that monkey off his back there. But somebody like a John Rom at four to one though, I think I would entertain it because he's won and he's used to winning at these kind of events. And I get it, Rom was 15 to 1, 16 to 1, depending on where you shopped pre tournament. But if you knew that you could get John Rom one back on Sunday, you would probably pay the price of four to one heading into a tournament. That's kind of how I try to okay. think about things of like, okay, yeah, the price is much shorter, but also the information is there that he's only one back with 18 holes to play. Well, and you talk about information. What about the weather? How does that factor into your yes. final day today? Sometimes <laughs> it doesn't matter. Weather's not an issue. Yeah. It has been the last, it definitely was yesterday. We saw the oh, yeah. winds and the, and the cool temperatures. Potentially there was rain overnight, maybe to soften up some of those greens. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? How 
does that factor in for your last day today? And I think weather almost, I think, sides with Matthew Fitzpatrick because Fitzpatrick played overseas, uh, used to playing in those tougher conditions, and he's also won here as well at the U.S. Amateur back in 2013. So he has, of course, familiarity. He's won at this course before and beat a lot of good guys in that amateur event there. So I think somebody like Fitzpatrick can handle it. I mean, if, if Shane Lowry was near the top of the leaderboard, he'd be a guy I think a lot yeah. of folks would identify saying, hey, he plays really good in the wind. He plays really good in some of these adverse conditions here. Funny enough, Rory typically doesn't play that great in those conditions. Um, that's probably why he was kind of spraying it around yesterday, but was still able to save himself with the putter. Guys like a Fitzpatrick is somebody that I would look to. Uh, Scotty Scheffler proved that he could play well in adverse conditions at the Masters this year. I mean, every day, I think Friday and Saturday were tough conditions. Sunday, it eased up a little bit there. It looked more like Augusta National there in the springtime. But Scotty Scheffler, the back nine that he had yesterday was just rough after he holed out for Eagle and looked like, oh my God, like Scotty Scheffler, now two up, is going to run away with this U.S. Open once again. Here we go, crowning Scotty Scheffler. He's going to get his fifth win uh, this season here. But the back nine was a little bit difficult, but he's still in contention. Only two back, despite having such a poor back nine. I believe he was four over in the final nine holes yesterday. So guys who are used to playing in adverse conditions and have proven that they can win in these adverse conditions, I think do have an edge in this sort of a tournament setup. Because right now, Matthew Fitzpatrick, having won at this course, I think is probably a rightful co-favorite there in that final pairing with the Wills Alatoris. Well, and and think about, you, you talked about Scheffler, the back nine, kind of the meltdown. We don't mm. see him. He's usually pretty he's, calm he's and cool. It. Did we see that yesterday? He showed a little of emotion, yeah, a little, a little frustration yesterday. Yeah, he showed that he was human because yeah. he's usually just happy-go-lucky, smiling, mm -hmm. and it's like, does anything phase this guy? And we, we saw that. The country club phased Although him when a you're little winning, bit. it's easier to stay cool and composed <laughs> yeah. as opposed to when you're having a bad day, or at least in the back nine. Yeah, like we, all, we all smile yeah. when we're winning there. Um, it was a bad day on the ice for the Tampa Bay Lightning, the two-time Defending Cup champions. We'll break that down on the other side. 7 nothing in favor of the Avs. We make sense of it next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit NFL.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today. You'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. So sign up now at vsun.com slash summer. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe hanging out with James Salinas here in studio. And James, it was a good night for the Colorado Avalanche last night. And that's probably an understatement uh, because in game two of the Stanley Cup final, we saw them absolutely take apart the two-time defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning. 7-0 in Game 2 as the Avs take a 2-0 series lead right now at BetMGM. The series price, Colorado minus 650, Tampa Bay plus 450. Your reactions to the onslaught that we saw there with Colorado putting up a touchdown and a successful extra point, mind you, against the Tampa Bay Lightning. That felt like the uh, Super Bowl days of past for Denver fans, in a sense, <laughs> on the other side, thinking about that 55-10 yeah. ru- run out by the San Francisco 49ers over the Broncos, where it was just a one-way street. I mean, we're in the Stanley Cup Finals now. You're playing against the the Avs are the two-time defending champions. And mm-hmm. th- this whole notion of, well, a series doesn't start until the the uh, the home team loses a game or the road team wins a game in a sense, right? Well, the, the series has started. I don't buy into that. The series <laughs> yeah. has started, uh, but it's only started for one team. I mean, yeah. Tampa is still, I don't know if they're reading into that cliche and feeling like, well, we'll still get to back home. And as long as we hold serve at home, I mean, seven to nothing. This, this, they put themselves in the box, what, first two minutes of the game? Yep. Right? First two minutes of the game, undisciplined play again. And, and I think it's the speed. It's the the speed that, you know, I, in, in any sport, there's it's hard to simulate speed on the court, on the ice, until you get out there and then you have to make some adjustments. And I think for Tampa, they had talked, they had multiple days to to work on what those adjustments were going to be coming into game two to try to negate some of that Colorado speed because clearly from top to bottom, Colorado is by far the faster team on the ice. But 
it led to, and I think this happens, right, where you're trying to, if you're trying to negate some speed, you can say, and they talked about some undisciplined penalties on their side. There was a ton of penalties last night. I was looking at here, 27 total penalties, both mm-hmm. sides, where it got pretty ugly in that third period, and you're going to see some of that competitive pride, and really they were just upset getting worked the way that they were, were the lightning. Uh, but but I think that speed will force you into some penalties because you just can't keep keep up and catch up. And normally what you think you might have as far as maybe some bodying, bodying positioning, those types of things, you're a, a half a skate slow or maybe a full skate slow or maybe multiple skates slow in a sense, right? Where they just are putting themselves in a place where they're constantly in the, the sot last night right away. They were trying to get back in this series last night, get back in that game last night. You can't put yourself in the box two minutes in and give up a power play goal. That place was already going to be rocking. We saw the crowd and the energy and really the the all that intensity and how that that adrenaline, the, the abs really fed off of that in game one. Now you put yourself in the box early in that game two. They score off of that, and there is com- that momentum just from game one to game two completely carried over yeah. and put themselves in a bad place, seven to nothing. What a beating. Yeah, I don't think anybody expected that one. I know the betting market was betting this to the under. Uh, Colorado went over the total by themselves with no help from the Tampa Bay Lightning. I mean, I'm looking at the shots. Colorado nearly doubled Tampa Bay in attempted shots there, 30 for the Avalanche, 16 for the Tampa Bay Lightning. I know you're on the Lightning from before the series on the series price. What is your level of concern as we sit here ahead of game three tomorrow night? Uh, that ticket, even though it's electronic in the app, it may as well be a coaster. I just, I, I don't know what Tampa, and I, and I, and I get it. And that was part of my reasoning for taking Tampa Bay. Was this is a, mm-hmm. a, a team that has an opportunity to, to in a sense, not that it hasn't been done before with teams having a three-peat in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, but. I mean, you you have a chance to put yourself in a historical context, yeah. being the Lightning winning three straight titles, especially thinking about COVID and all the issues and everybody had to play through that, but how challenging that was for everybody playing in their bubbles a couple of years ago, that type of thing. And and just to come out as – I wouldn't say they've come out flat. I think that was there maybe a bit flat and just weren't ready for the speed in game one. But, you know, right now I don't feel confident whatsoever feeling like my ticket. I'm not going to add on anymore. I added on a little bit yesterday. I was at Circa. Best play, they had it plus 250 for the series price going in. I had it at plus 155 prior to the series starting the other day. Bought a little bit more at plus 250. Now it's up to plus 450. No, yeah. thank you. I'm vested enough. And, and right now I feel like winning four out of five is what it's going to take for yep. these guys to do that. I don't see it happening. I really just uh, – I don't know if they're going to be able to win two games here. Maybe they split one of those back home and potential. And it's got to be game three, obviously. You go down 3-0, I think it'll be a sweep. But uh, right now, I do not feel confident with my position on the Tampa Bay Lightning to become the third straight yeah. title. To me, they just look uncomfortable because even when they were down 0-2 against New York in the Eastern Conference Finals, it was like, okay, similar styles, playing this kind of a grinded-out sort of game where Tampa Bay, despite being down 0-2, they still felt like, all right, they can feel comfortable and play their style. Colorado is just overwhelming them with that speed, and they're coming in waves. I mean, games one and games two, the Avalanche scored three goals in the first period. That, to me, it sounds like just Tampa Bay, they they just get hit with a flurry, and then they try to then – like, they're almost like a boxer that's standing eight count in, like, the second round, you know? And and it's just – it's it's really – crazy to see this Tampa Bay team look like this Vasilevsky giving up seven goals in a game in a Stanley Cup final like this what we've talked about all 
playoff long about Andre Vasilevsky is that this guy is, if he can stand on his head, the Lightning are probably going to win the Stanley Cup final. Well, it doesn't look like that's the case here with Colorado now a minus 650 favorite on the series price. Now, the cons my trophy is interesting because Kale McCarr minus 175 over at BetMGM. Nathan McKinnon plus 325. Miko Rantanen plus 650. Then Nikita Kucherov at 10 to 1. Vasilevsky 11 to 1. I know that Vicon Smythe is a MVP of the playoffs, but we know that recency bias tends to play a factor into these voted on awards because they're voted on by humans. Kill McCarr at minus 175. It's sort of interesting after he scored two goals last night if you like Colorado but then don't want to lay that punitive price of minus 650. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's one way you could take it. I would probably look, in, aside from Smythe, maybe we can dig into more of the exact series and mm-hmm. where we think this series might go, where it yeah. might end. But, I mean, as far as as far as the Smythe is concerned, I think looking at this list, it's a, the first three are all going to be Avalanche, Avalanche players. Yeah. That's the only side I could look at right now. I can't look at anybody here. I mean, Vasilevsky is as great as he's had been the last two years in goal. He's not getting any help right now either. So I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I can't see it being all on him to say, yeah, he's he's letting a couple soft ones, but they're already putting him behind. Yeah. Where and, and and he's under siege. Uh, he is. He is. <laughs> he is. is. And they can't control the puck, and yeah. it's it's constantly in their end of the on their end of the zone in their ice, and and I, I wonder where Hedman's been. I just haven't seen that level of play. But as far as the Con Smythe, I mean, McCarr's been he's been terrific and all playoff long and obviously now with a big favorite. That's too big of a favorite right now to to play. I mean, it's still, you know, I, I'm going to hold out a little bit of Austin. Usually I'm the pessimist. So if I have a future <laughs> and I already off to a bad start, I'm already just putting it. I kind of condition myself like, all right, Salinas, dumb pit, bad pick. You're going to make those. You're going to lose bets. Yeah. I kind of put that out. I'm not going to sit there and say, well, I got a little bit of hope. There is still hope. We know that. Game three, they could turn this mm-hmm. series and get themselves some momentum. But I think right now the momentum is gone. There was no momentum coming into this for game two for Tampa. But I feel like the other side is for this young Avs team, yes, we know they're the faster team on the ice, but now the confidence with that momentum that they bring into Tampa I don't know what really changes. Is the home ice all of a sudden going to change? Is it going to be uh, maybe the weather there yeah. and the the ice? Uh, maybe it gets a little slushier down there in Tampa, right? Slow them down a little bit. Absolutely. I don't know. <laughs> there's there's something we've you know there's there's ways to negate speed, and if you can't do it with with the uh, with the folks that are out there on the ice, maybe you can do something to the ice itself. Well, it remains to be seen, but something yeah. to keep an eye on. Yeah, and Colorado's been terrific on the road throughout these playoffs yeah. here. Right now, the game three market it's minus one ten each way on the money line there. So that's giving you an indication of how the market feels about this Colorado team. Of if you're gonna, the Lightning are probably gonna be favored against every other team in this situation in the in the NHL here. But here we are with a coin flip according to the betting market. The total sitting at six, juice to the under at minus one twenty. But you mentioned the correct series score because that's where the plus money prices are. If you still like the Avalanche to win at an exact correct series result over at BetMGM, a sweep is plus two fifty. Now I think Tampa Bay probably has a little bit too much pride to get swept but you never know sometimes a matchup just not as it's not in your favor avalanche in five plus 225 that's the favorite abs in six is four to one abs in seven six to one uh lightning those are just long shot prices they're 14 to one to do it in six eight to one to do it in seven where would you go there would you go abs maybe in five i would say probably five two and a quarter Uh, i'd I think it would be hard to close out. Now, if they win game three, if the Abs go and win game three tomorrow night, I don't. I, I think they sweep them. 
You think so? I think they sweep them. Yeah, I'd, you can have all the comp- competitive pride, but I think for yeah. for Tampa, if you're not able to be able to get that next game on home ice, what are you all of a sudden going to find come game four? You've yeah. just gotten rolled. You just got rolled last night. Uh, if it's not going to be there in game three, I don't. Not that they're going to just pack it in. But you can just feel, you saw the avalanche of momentum last night. Mm-hmm. I think that carries over to game three. I see why they're, it's actually, what, $1.15 right now in favor of the Avs on the road? Where is it? <laughs> we never thought that the Avs were going to go into game three in Tampa as a short favorite. Sometimes the other team. If you thought there was a sports. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. So check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebefe hanging out here with James Salinas in studio here from the South Point Hotel and Casino. Um, we were just joking during the break there. Hey, like, how many days until the NFL season? Yes. <laughs> you know, nice. it's like we are we are <laughs> looking forward to football coming up here. I'm sure we're under we're under 100 days. I know for sure. Maybe we're in the 80 or 70 ish range, but uh, football will be here sooner rather than later. And the reports are starting to bubble up. Earlier this week, we heard heard from Jonathan Jones, the NFL insider over at CBS, that the Carolina Panthers and the Cleveland Browns, the trade talks are heating up for one Baker Mayfield. Uh, the teams are eager to finalize the deal, especially Carolina, who wants to get Mayfield back in or get Mayfield into their building so that they can kind of start the preparation for the 2022 season. Of course, Matt Rule now in year three. On the hot seat, squarely, the general manager, Scott Fitterer, he still has a little bit of time, but Matt Rule definitely needs to win this season. Baker Mayfield, if they're able to acquire him, let's do the hypothetical, they make the trade, how much of an upgrade is Mayfield over Sam Darnold? Yeah, quarterback, yeah, you have two, two. I mean, franchise quarterbacks, right? Alleged franchise yeah. quarterbacks is where they were drafted, and I mean, I, I just I feel like for Sam Darnold, it was a really tough position to go to the Jets to begin with, mm-hmm. and how dysfunctional that franchise was there prior to him even getting there, and then yeah. Gase and the coaching that was going on there. It was just a complete wreck. So he needed to get a fresh start, but you could just see, and I, I remember that game clearly, latter part of the season. Uh, in New Orleans against the Saints, and man, did Darnold take a beating. And the offensive line is not good for one. So it's not a great offensive line there in Carolina. It's not even a – it's a terrible offensive line. We'll put it that way. But I think for Darnold, you just saw the – I mean, forget the physical ability. It was the the lack of confidence. Just he was shelling up. And how do you recover from that? Not only for yeah. him, but how does his how do his teammates look at that? I mean, you see other guys out there with players that have some serious toughness about them. Mm-hmm. And that, as a quarterback – your teammates will feed off that if you have it. If you don't, they'll clearly see that and read right through that. And I think for Baker, you know, I think his biggest piece is going. It has been since he came into the league, uh, dialing things back when it comes to your focus should be on the field, not all these other things off the field. He's very go- distracted. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and you know, I think that he got humbled. 
and maybe that some some humility. Sometimes it takes some humility to be able to experience some maturity and some growth. Maybe that happens for Mayfield. Now, is this the ideal spot for him to have to go to when we're talking about the poor offensive line that is there in Carolina? McCaffrey, we know a great player. He can be when he is healthy, but has not been healthy the last couple of seasons. Uh, how long can McCaffrey get out there and last, considering his workload and what that's looked like over the last mm-hmm. few years? I mean, Mayfield needs a fresh start, but for Darnold, he needed a fresh start too. Carolina was not the landing spot to help him along. I don't know. I don't. I don't think Carolina for Baker Mayfield is going to. I think it's probably going to do the same. And that's interesting because Carolina, they feel like they've wanted to build through the defense first with Matt uh-huh. Rule. Matt Rule um, coming from Baylor, they were pretty good defensively when he was there, and that's kind of where they put a lot of their premier resources: drafting J.C. Horn, Derek Brown. The offensive line this year, they finally addressed it, taking Akeem Aquanu out of NC State there to bolster that offensive line. But it's still an O-line that's relatively shaky compared to some of the better ones that we have in the NFL. And in a division, like you mentioned, where you have the New Orleans Saints who have a really good defensive yes. line. You have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who have a loaded defensive line there. It, it, these quarterbacks are going to be under heavy pressure here. And Baker Mayfield's coming from a situation to where the offensive line was really good in Cleveland. Now, last year he was hurt, in fairness to him. Yeah. He was playing with the shoulder injury. Probably should have sat out, yeah. honestly, just to save the Browns. They could have played a little bit better. He could have at least saved face a little bit there. But he wanted to gut things out there, so you got to tip your captain for toughing it out. But that was to his own detriment, and it was to the detriment of the team based on the way he was playing. So if he's healthy with the shoulder, and it's all indications are is that he is healthy, he's still going to be under quite a bit of pressure to where, while I – believe he's an upgrade over Sam Darnold. I think he's a better player than Darnold right now. Um, I just don't know how much of an upgrade it is from a whole team perspective here for Carolina. They get a bit, they could get a better quarterback if they do make the trade, but they're still, in my opinion, that third team in that NFC South division. Yeah, I agree. They were the third, regardless of what the quarterback spot was going to look yeah. like, they were fighting for third place in the NFC South. They're not going to overtake the Buccaneers for one. No. Or the Saints. The Saints still have plenty of talent on both sides of the football. Jameis Winston, that's that's something we could debate as, as far as his impact for the mm. Saints offensively. But he's got some weapons to throw to. Kamara's a tremendous player in that backfield for New Orleans. There's still plenty of players on the defensive side side, especially that front line that can get after him and apply pressure like you were talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't think the quarterback really, for me, it really matters for the Carolina Panthers. To that side, two years ago through the draft, every one of their players is on the defensive side. Yeah. So it's a very young, there's some talent, there's some speed out there. Hopefully Horn can stay healthy this year, but uh, but defensively, it's a young team uh, that still has to grow, but I think the, a lot of pressure on the defensive side because it's they're not going to get any consistency from the offense, so that just puts more pressure on that defense to have to get stops more consistently. Can you imagine if they make this trade and week one it's Panthers hosting the Cleveland Browns? You talk about Baker Mayfield being an emotional guy yeah. and being caught up in the noise and all that thing. Imagine what that week lead up is going to be like there. He is going to be so revved up. I I honestly would probably just stay away from betting that game because I don't want to bet on Cleveland per se because it's probably going to be Cleveland favored by one and a half or something like that. Maybe even it's a pick them. And I don't want to bet on Baker Mayfield being ramped up and and just too much emotions in that game there. But, I mean, the guy is going to be absolutely fired up if he has a chance to get a little bit of revenge immediately on the Cleveland Browns if this trade goes through. Well, think about the NFL schedule makers and and looking ahead and some foresight (laughs) there right this is does that feel a little contrived right like just knowing that feeling like all right we have some we're the nfl we know inside and that's Mm going to be another storyline 
for for well for one for Baker Mayfield, whole different set of storylines rolling into Week One for the Cleveland Browns beyond yes. Baker Mayfield for sure. But I but I think from the Panthers' perspective, uh, it, it's if you're going to bring Baker Mayfield in now, you've pretty much told your team and you've told Sam Darnold we're moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is the offensive identity going to look like? I don't know what the offensive identity has been the last couple of years for the Panthers. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I know it's been prior to Matt Rule coming. It was, we're going to pound the hell out of, of McCaffrey and grind him in. And, and when he was healthy, he was terrific. I don't know if we can do that, if we can see expect that to be the same for McCaffrey coming back. And it's unfortunate. I think pound for pound, I don't know if there's an, a tougher player than McCaffrey in the NFL, mm-hmm. especially the style that he plays with. But we've seen the toll that it's taken on. Yeah, McCaffrey from your Denver area yes. as well. There's yep. the son of Ed McCaffrey, the yep. Broncos wide receiver. On the other side of this trade is the Cleveland Browns, who are sitting there. You mentioned the question marks heading into week one for them. The Deshaun Watson situation being what it is right now. There's even more reports coming out that there could be some more civil suits coming down the line here in the next week or so. Uh, there was a report that came out as well saying that the NFL – is trying to lobby for a lengthy suspension, maybe a year, maybe even a year plus. Um, if Watson is suspended and Jacoby Brissett is the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, what do you make of them in 2022? Running the football. That's the identity. That's what we saw the change when Stefanski took over with the Cleveland Browns a couple of years back. Terrific offensive line, very physical offensive line. You've got the two-headed monster back there to rush the football. I was always kind of wondering, even without all, even if Deshaun Watson was going to step in here and all the things aside off the field for him, just the 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 challenge to incorporate Watson's talents into what we've seen the changeover and the makeover for this offensive side of the football for Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, he's going to have to get under center. This is somebody that sits in the shotgun mm-hmm. and runs a lot of play action off of that. So difference here. But I think for Bursette, it's going to be, well, just in a sense, you don't have to go win the football game with your arm here. We are going to line up and pound the football consistency. Just don't throw the football to the wrong side. Yeah, I actually am a little intrigued by this Cleveland team. If it's Jacoby Brissett starting, if let's say Watson suspended for the entire year, the betting market's going to react and say, okay, let's bet unders, let's bet against Cleveland, bet against Cleveland. Tour, I think maybe the week before the season starts, take a flyer on Cleveland to make the playoffs because, like you mentioned, this roster is absolutely loaded. And if they run the football and Jacoby Brissett just plays game manager style of football, looking at that schedule and the way they start out, it's they could be four and two to start the season off. So to me, I think that if you can get Cleveland at like a plus 300 to make the playoffs in an AFC conference that is absolutely loaded and teams are going to beat up on each other to where that seven seed I think is probably going to be nine and eight. Maybe Cleveland can be that team because I like Stefanski. I like the offensive line. I like the defensive line as well, led by Miles Garrett there. They're good in the trenches. They're good on the outsides. This Cleveland team is still loaded, despite the fact that they're likely not going to have Deshaun Watson at quarterback. Now, Brissett just has to stay healthy and play steady football. We'll see. That remains to be seen, though, uh, in 2022. But on the other side, we bring in our first guest to talk a little bit of baseball. Derek Cardi, MLB handicapper and VEASAN contributor. Next.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit NFL.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any Major League Baseball game. And if all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt in to the one-game parlay insurance promotion. Then place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any Major League Baseball game. If you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada, New York, or Washington, D.C. 
Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi and Bebefe hanging out with James Salinas here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. We've talked a little NFL. We've talked some U.S. Open and some NHL. But let's turn our attention now to Major League Baseball because we have a full card on today's slate. And to help us get ready for the card and talk some long-range baseball stuff as well, we bring in MLB handicapper and VEASAN contributor Derek Cardi. Derek, we appreciate you joining the show once again this weekend. Uh, hope all is well with you. Wanted to start off, before we get into the plays that you have today, the American League Central Division, because we're going to talk some division odds later on in the show. And I'm intrigued by this White Sox team in trying to find a buy-low spot on them to win this division. Right now, they're five back of the Minnesota Twins. Do you think the White Sox can sort of right the ship as we head into the second half of this regular season? Yeah, I absolutely do. You know, like you said, they're five back on the Twins, but my projection system, the bat, has them projected the rest of the way almost on par with the Twins. Now, obviously, they're going to need some good luck to make up the gap that they're already, you know, they've already kind of sustained. But, uh, you know, a little bit of good luck and uh, and they're right back in it because this is still, you know, uh, a fairly talented team. Definitely a good one. Derek, well, let's move over to the AL East. And I don't know if I definitely didn't see the Yankees being this runaway. Their 12-game lead over the Toronto Blue Jays is there a chance that anybody, Jays or the Rays or even the Bo Sox right now, can try to make this a competitive vision as we as we get closer to the, the second half of the season? Or is this the one-way street for the Yankees, how dominant they've been, especially this past month? It's really theirs to lose right now. You know, obviously the gap in talent between the Yankees and, and all, all three of these other teams in this division, the Jays, the Rays, and the Red Sox, uh, is not that large, uh, certainly not as large as the standings make it out to be right now. But the Yankees are the best team in that division, even if that gap is a little bit smaller. And so given that they are the best, given that it's a it's a 12-game lead over the next best team right now, a lot is going to have to to go wrong for them to not pull this out. So uh, it can happen, but I wouldn't really count on it. We're speaking with Derek Cardi, MLB handicapper and VEASAN contributor here on Betting Across America. The National League MVP to me, Derek, is really intriguing because American League right now, it looks like Aaron Judge, like we talked about with the Yankees, are running away with things. He's playing really well here in this free agent contract year. Um, but on the National League side, right now at BetMGM, the favorite is Paul Goldschmidt. But do you think Goldie is maybe a vulnerable favorite at plus 190? Manny Machado, Pete Alonso, those guys are all in range here. What's your read of this NL MVP market as we sit here on June 19th? Yeah, I mean, Goldie has been, especially lately, uh, performing really well. But I don't think if the season were to start today, I don't think Goldie would be the best guy the rest of the way. I, I'm not even convinced he would be top five. Uh, he's really, really good. But like you said, there's Machado. Uh, there's Pete Alonzo. Juan Soto is still, I think, the best hitter in the National League. He just plays on a crap team and you know <laughs> doesn't get the you know the RBI potential or the or the notoriety. So there are a lot of names here. Uh, I don't think Goldie is a runaway by any means. Derek, so let's jump into today's card. Looking down the board here, we got the Rays on the road at the Orioles. Rays, pretty sizable favorite here, $1.55, $1.60 in some, in some books out here in Las Vegas. Looking at Corey Kluber. Now, since he got hammered for eight runs back in mid-May against the Angels, been pretty solid as of late, just nine earned runs over his last six starts with just four base on balls in those six starts. Going against the Orioles today, who are going to have an opener, was with the, uh, the Nationals early 
earlier this year, Austin Voth. What do we know about Austin Voth, and what do you think about the Orioles shot in this game? I actually really like the Orioles here. You know, like you said, based on the the odds that you're laying here, the implied win to, uh, win percentage for the Orioles is maybe 42% or so. Uh, my projection system, though, actually has them as a slight favorite at uh, at 55%. So I think there, there's massive value on the Orioles here. I don't think Kluber is really anything spectacular. He's a pretty middle-of-the-road pitcher. And and like you said, we're getting you know kind of a, an opener situation with Voth, which means we're going to see a lot of Orioles' bullpen behind him. And even though the Orioles are one of the weaker teams in the league— uh, if they have one strength, it is their bullpen. Their bullpen's probably sixth or seventh best in baseball, and uh, that, that's going to, I think, carry them here. Plus plus just that, paired with the fact that they are the Orioles, people don't like betting on underdogs. The odds <laughs> are, uh, you know, often kind of almost entice you to do that. I think the odds on the Orioles here really are, are, uh, are enticing. Well, let's go to another last place team that might be a smelly dog on today's card here between the Brewers and the Cincinnati Reds. Right now, the Brewers, the road favorite, minus 135 at BetMGM, the Reds plus 110, total sitting at nine and a half, but you're going with Cincinnati. Tell us why, Derek. (laughs) Yeah, I liked them a little earlier in the day when the odds were 120, uh, but plus 110 is still pretty good. They're just an offense that Uh, I think is better than people realize. They're getting healthy now. Jonathan India is back. Mike Moustakis is back. Uh, You know, Joey Votto showing a little bit of signs of life. And and Mike Miner. Mike Miner's always been kind of an underrated pitcher. Now, he is coming back from injury. We don't know exactly who he's going to be, but he does seem to be getting healthier, making his, I believe, third start now. So he's he's like a, a pretty solid pitcher, and I just don't think the odds are are properly accounting for that here. So so I do like uh, a little bit of value on the Reds, even at plus 110. Derek, we talked about the Yankees earlier, closing out the series today against the Jays. Now, we actually saw the Yankees as an underdog yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't know when the next time we're going to see the Yankees as an underdog. They are not <laughs> an underdog today in this matchup. Uh, they are roughly about a $1.60, $1.65 favorite to close out this series against Toronto. Any interest in the dog side here, or is it to lay the lay the favorite here with the Yankees? No, lots of interest in Toronto here. I have them as the the third best bet you can make today. And uh, a lot of that's just because of of the sentiment around the Yankees. Like, they've been really, really good. But like we said earlier, they're not this good. They're awesome. They're the best team in the American League. They're not the best team in the American League by a mile. And uh, that's really what it comes down to here. The Jays are still a good team. And the odds that you're getting on them here more than make up for, you know, the fact that they're facing the Yankees. Yeah, you got to get down and dirty if you want to win at sports betting. So I like that we're looking at a lot of these (laughs) underdogs here. Uh, Another dog that you have on the card, San Francisco Giants taking on the Pittsburgh Pirates. And the Pirates right now plus 155 at home. The Giants minus 190 this first pitch in about 40 minutes. The total sitting at eight and a half. Uh, Which side are you looking at here in this matchup in the National League? Uh, yeah, I would take, again, I, I would take the underdog side of this. You know, it, it's not fun. It's not pretty. But if you are serious about sports betting, like a lot of times the value is on the underdogs because people don't want to bet on the underdogs. They don't want to <laughs> bet on the teams that they know are bad. Um, 
but those bad teams still win enough given the odds a lot of times that that you're going to be profitable. So yeah, I like the Pirates here. Uh, Alex Cobb is coming off injury, so we don't know how sharp he's going to be. He also probably is not going to go super deep into this game. I would think maybe 60 pitches we get out of him. And so, uh, yeah, I don't think that's that's factored uh, you know into this line enough. I like the Pirates side. Derek, we've got about a minute left with you. Any other plays that are on your card to bet tonight? Yeah, I do like the Astros. That, that's the one favorite <laughs> that I like tonight. Um, <laughs> you know, it's not always bet on the underdogs. There are times when it's, you know, in, in your best interest to bet on the favorite. And I think that's the case with the Astros here. Christian Javier is a really good young pitcher, um, does not have the name value of players that are comparably talented, but that will come over time. And right now, I think that's a big part of why uh, the Astros should be a heavier favorite than the market is is kind of, you know, putting them as right now. Yeah, the Houston Astros absolutely running away with the American League Western. Not quite the lead of the New York Yankees out in the AL East, but they lead by nine games, 15 games over 500, despite yesterday's loss to the White Sox. He is Derek Cardi, MLB handicapper and VEASANT contributor. Derek, we appreciate you joining us here on this Sunday, and all the best uh, with your bets coming up today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. We're getting dogs here on this MLB card. The dogs will be barking, hopefully, for Derek and the folks that uh, would like to bet on those as well. But I get where he's coming from with that. It's like you got to have to kind of zig when others want to zag, especially with a 162-game season. Well, sure. No no one's going to win every game, and no one's going to lose yeah. every game. And you figure even the best teams, you win 100 games, you still lost 62 games. Exactly. And a team like the Yankees who are going to be big favorites, sizable favorites, notwithstanding yesterday, you saw that dog price, but now mm. back to normal for the New York Yankees as yeah, far as a favorite. What do they say in baseball? Everybody wins 60, everybody loses 60. So what happens in between yep. is what separates the good from the bad. On the other side, we start Hour 2 talking MLB and an update at the U.S. Open. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sports book, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers to analyze and handicappers to analyze and handicappers to analyze and handicappers. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.